Hello again. It is WISPIT. WISPIT abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. This Easter, I have selected a topic entitled What Easter Means to Me Because He Lives. Easter is one of the greatest love stories. It is about a living Savior who gave his life not only for me, but for all. His ultimate sacrifice through crucifixion meant that he took on all the pain and sins of this world to give me and others the chance at everlasting life. So I will attempt to sing a favorite song entitled, Because He Lives. And God sends his son What Easter means to me because he lives. Easter has always been one of my very favorite holidays, mostly because I have always marveled at the fact that Jesus loved the likes of us so much that he gave the ultimate gift of sacrifice, his life. As a human being, I still find it absolutely remarkable and difficult to truly comprehend what life must have been like back in his time, knowing how evil the world was and still is and the people in it. Yet God still commanded that Jesus pay the price for our sins, an innocent man, with his blood. We have all heard the story in Matthew, starting at the 26th chapter, of Jesus trying to prepare the disciples for what was about to come. 
Jesus actually stated in verse two, and I quote, you know that after two days is the Passover and the son of man will be delivered up to be crucified. He goes on to say in verse 20, assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And as the story goes on, Peter even says to Jesus, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Then Jesus says to him, assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. A friend of mine sent me a scriptural reading as she does every morning. However, on the morning of April 1st, 2021, the spiritual word that she sent was right on time with this topic. And the saying that was sent and quoted from an unknown author goes like this. And it reads, those who don't know the value of loyalty can never appreciate the cost of betrayal. Let me repeat that once more. Those who do not know the value of loyalty can never appreciate the cost of betrayal. You see, the irony of the Easter story is that the disciples who walked most closely with Jesus couldn't even stay awake when Jesus went to pray, even after he scolded them about it. And two betrayed and denied him, Judas and Peter. The chief priests, the scribes, and the elders all plotted to take Jesus by trickery and kill him. King Herod treated Jesus with contempt and mocked him and sent him back to Pilate. And although Pilate could not find any wrongdoing, the pressure of the crowd forced his hand. So this in and of itself really makes me question who was really king and who was really the servant. I can't even imagine what Jesus must have felt knowing that everything that was about to happen, he already knew. We know from our reading that Jesus was anxious because he asked God to take this cup from him if it was his will. He was of human form, understanding what we endure in this human frame, but blameless and sinless which none of us are or ever will be. The part of the story of Easter that I find so remarkable is the conversation between the thieves and Jesus at Calvary. While the crowd divided his garments and the rulers sneered, Jesus still found the compassion to ask God to forgive them because they did not know what they were doing. And one thief even committed the ultimate sin of blasphemy of the spirit by saying, if you are the son of God, save yourself and us. But the most precious part of this story is the thief who scolded the other thief who blasphemed Jesus. And although he may have been a thief during his lifetime, he had enough respect in the most important and last phase of his life to scold the other thief and say, do you not even fear God seeing that you are under the same condemnation? We receive our due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. 
And then he says to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now that is what Easter means to me. It is serving a risen savior who came back with all power in his hands. And throughout my life in church, this story has played out in many scenarios. Minus the crucifixion, of course. But is it not our fellow Christians who mock and sneer? Is it not our fellow Christians who enter into the tabernacle of a church every Easter, regardless of religious affiliation, and worship a risen Savior, only to raise hell in the workplace, political arena, families, and relationships? Is it not our own jealousies and insecurities that wage war? Speaking of one type of life in public, yet living out another behind closed doors? Well, I hate to tell you, Jesus sees it all. He knows our hearts, and I'm so glad that he is able to look past so much in order to have mercy on this God-forsaken world. We teach forgiveness and love and mercy, but it's not easy. It's a continual walk that takes much prayer and supplication. At the rate this world is going, if you don't know who Jesus is, you'd better get to know him in a hurry. When I think about heaven, there will no longer be people that can tell you in the church where you can sit, where you can stand. No, this song isn't for you. Uh, no, your talents aren't needed here. We already have musicians and a choir. Your services are not welcome. Just sit down over there, take your place in line, and do as we have always done. Don't ruffle anyone's feathers. I just need you to comply. Well, Jesus says, Bring your tithes and talents to the altar. No human being has the right to tell you when and how or in what way you should worship God. Your relationship with him should be pure and genuine and without restraints, not like this world. Today, so many of the churches have changed and gotten away from the old teachings that are so important to the foundation of who we are. And I'm not saying that all churches are like this because they are not. However, I have had some experiences that if I were not strong in faith, it could have turned me away. That is, if you happen to mistake religion for Christianity, because there is a distinct difference. And that's why it is so important to read for yourself and study. Again, in all of my reading, this story of Easter is the number one love story of them all. It is a story not only about a risen Savior and a Savior who gave his life for the likes of us, but it is also about a conversation between Jesus and thieves and the one thief who acknowledged his sins, who actually offered repentance, but more importantly, asked Jesus 
to remember him because he recognized in his essence who Jesus was. And that is what Easter means to me. Thank you for listening. Happy Easter to everyone. And again, this is Wispet by Angela, which stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Please feel free to reach out to me by Instagram at ARWispit, that is A-R-W-I-S-P-I-T, or by email at wispitowl at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.